Good morning, and welcome to Enjoying an Encounter with Our God. Today, I have the most special guest that I will ever have, and it is my father. I could feature him and his stories every week. He has so many miraculous stories, but for today, we're just going to start with the supernatural way that my dad came to know God. Dad, welcome to our time together. I'm going to let you tell our listeners how God worked the impossible in your life. Thank you, Lise. And it is a pleasure and an honor to share what God has done in my life. Let me give you a little bit of a background for those who don't know me. I come from a family of eight children, four boys, four girls, and I was number five, the eldest of the second group. And I thank God for the parents that he gave me, for the upbringing that they gave me. I also thank him for the religious teaching that dad uh, instilled in me. I remember at a, as a young man that he would take me uh, on a regular basis, especially during Lent. And I remember at an age of seven where I used to kneel at my bed and raise my hand towards heaven and thinking how painful it must have been for Jesus to be on the cross for those many hours where I was just raising my hand just for a few moments and the pain is started to, to be unbearable after just a few minutes. And so I, I can say thank you to God and to my parents for the teachings that I received. The sad part of my life was that dad died at the age of 50 when I was uh, just a young teenager. But uh, he had left me uh, a wonderful legacy in knowing that there's a God in heaven, uh, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I just want to share uh, with my listener as well how blessed I was to have a great wife, three wonderful children, and a great job. But something happened around the age of 25. One night around 2 a.m., someone came in through the window in our apartment and I rose from a deep sleep and I seen the man in the uh, kitchen and I remember him jumping out of the kitchen. That started uh, a very difficult time in my life. For the next two years, I began to experience a depression that was uh, very... Uh, disturbing to me. For those who aren't familiar with depressions, though I would find it hard to believe that any of you don't understand too much about depression, but it is a feeling of great sadness and discouragement. There's an inability to uh, get going, to do things. And it was, I had trouble sleeping and the lack of energy was, uh, wasn't there. The appetite, uh, loss of weight, the interest in sex. And uh, my thinking problem became very difficult. The poor memory, hard to concentrate, trouble making decision. Uh, it, it, uh, one thing that I remember in the depressed mood that I was, it was excessive self-criticism. Thoughts of death and suicide were constant with me. It was a state of hopelessness, guilt, and uh, just a lot of crying and for no understanding, no reasoning 
it just it started to cry for a different reason. I remember fear, uh, gloomy outlook, inappropriate laughing, and many times just uh, uh, very quiet. One thing about depression, I found that uh, I felt shame and for some reason. I, I didn't feel that this was right. And uh, so uh, one night I went uh, on a trip to Toronto from Sudbury to Toronto, thinking uh, on the road that uh, my kids, my wife would be further, uh, would further benefit if I wasn't around because I felt like it was a, a real burden to them. And so I began to think about suicide in my trip to Toronto. And while I was driving, I, t I remember taking the wheel and going on the oncoming side. And here I could see this car coming straight at me. I focused my eyes on the headlights of the car. And uh, as the car approached closer and closer to my vehicle, I remember seeing what appeared like an arm just the form of an arm and all of a sudden I seen the hand go on top of my hand and took my wheel and turned me back onto the road, the proper side of the road and on my way to Toronto. I went to Toronto and returned without knowing how I got there or what I did when I was there or even how I got back. But I do remember going to see my family doctor and uh, sat down with him and I said, Doc, uh, I need help. And uh, he kind of looked at me puzzled. He says, you don't need no help. I says, yeah, I just tried to commit suicide. And right away he said, just wait here a moment. And uh, he uh, checked me into the hospital. And while I was in the hospital, I remember uh, lots of shame. I just felt so guilty for being in there. And so uh, just my thoughts were so uncontrollable. It, it was uh, a tremendous, tremendous burden. Those who go through depression, uh, it, it's a difficult time because you don't think that anybody could understand. My wife was a great wife and she did the best she could with me. But uh, even her uh, great love for me wasn't uh, the answer that I was looking for. And so then one day I turned around and she came to me and she says, Dave, I've uh, called the Or Roberts Prayer Tower. And uh, they said uh, to believe that uh, you would be out in two weeks. And uh, she says, I prayed with them and they prayed with me that you'd be out in two weeks. The surprising thing, I laughed about this because I had no relationship with God. Oh, I believe there was God somewhere up there, but there's just no relationship. And uh, I remember two weeks later, I, I was out to the day. The surprising thing was the doctor had just finished telling me before my wife came that I would be at least at least another two months in the hospital and here God had did the miracle. He took me out of the hospital. Now, the road after that wasn't that easy. It took a, a while. For the next two years, I was up and down with emotions. And uh, it, it was a very difficult, uh, depressing time. Then uh, I heard this man on the radio while I was working. 
and he would talk about seniors or he would talk about police or or he would just talk about different uh, areas of life and after every episode of his radio program he would quote the bible and for some reason i was drawn to this man and i said to my wife I said, Sonny, would you give that pastor a, a call so maybe I can go and talk to him? And she came back to me uh, shortly after and she said, uh, Dave, uh, he said that he would see you tomorrow. So I went to see Pastor Jim Cantillon from the church. And uh, the surprising thing is that as I shared my trouble, my depression with him, he never once talked about his church, but he would always come back to me and talk about Jesus, who was able to calm the waters, uh, who was able to heal the blind, who was able to heal those who had leprosy. He would speak of him as one that another person could get to know and experience life with him. And he said, Dave, he's your answer. You need to give your life over to Jesus. Shortly after that visit, uh, I, I started going to church, though nothing happened right away. Then a, a young woman from the church said to me, she says, hey, uh, have you ever uh, given your life to Jesus? And I said, what do you mean? Well, she says, have you ever invited Jesus to be your Lord and your Savior? And I said to her, no, I've never done it. And so that night, around uh, the early mornings of the night, I got out of my bed, I remember, and I went into the center of the room, and I knelt down, and I looked around, and I said, wow, I feel so stupid. Uh, I, I, I can't see you. I, I can't feel you. I can't touch you. But because this woman said I needed to invite you into my life, I want to invite you now to be my Lord and my Savior. And to my surprise, there was no lightning bolt. There was no real em emotional drama. I just got up and went back to bed. And from that moment on, I began to notice that uh, I had an interest it wasn't a duty for me to go to church anymore. It was a delight. I wanted to go to church. I wanted to hear the word of God. And so I would go Sunday school. I would go Sunday morning, Sunday night, and midweek. And even that wasn't enough for me. We used to have prayer meetings at our house two, three, four times during the week. And then God gave me a love for his word. I found that as I studied his word, read his word, I found that there was questions in my life that were answered that nobody else was able to answer. One major question that I had is, why was I born? You can't just be born and die and that's the end of it. No, I found out through reading the word of God that I was created for a purpose. God had a purpose for my life. And so instead of hopelessness, instead of uh, this uh, uh, fear that I had about life, the, the desire to, uh, to commit suicide, it was replaced with uh, hope. It was replaced with a purpose. And that purpose was I was here to have fellowship with God. 
what an honor that God uh, instilled upon men that they should have a relationship with the one who created them. And so there began my life, uh, a new life. The Bible says uh, the old life is gone and the new has come. Wow, I'm telling you, he changed my thoughts. He changed my desires. And um, then he uh, instilled in me that I should take a correspondence course to become a pastor. And, and I just thought uh, I had to laugh to myself because who am I to be a pastor after all? Uh, I just I'm just a simple worker at Inco, but God uh, guided me to take a correspondence course. And then uh, shortly after I went into the ministry and for 30 years with my wife at my side and my kids uh, following me. And uh, I found that I was able to share with people the good news that Jesus Christ, God, became man died on the cross and was resurrected to give us uh, a, a place in heaven and a mm -hmm. relationship with him. Uh, mm -hmm. I tell you, there's nothing greater than being a believer and walking with God until he takes me home or until he takes us home to be with him. So I, I remember the, the, the song that spoke to my heart. And it was Carrie Underwood, which said, Jesus, take the wheel. My yeah. friends, Jesus, when I cried, I didn't even cry on to him that day. Jesus was the one who changed my life. And I'm thankful to God. And I give him praise every day for saving my soul and for the mm -hmm. blessing of the wife and children and friends that he has given me. I trust today that my story might encourage you if you're going through a depression, going through a hard time, or you've just never stopped long enough to turn around and ask yourself the question, why was I born? Mm -hmm. You were born to have a relationship with God. He wants you to be part of his family. Will you think about it today and just invite him to be your Lord and Savior and watch what will happen to you. God Amen. bless you. And uh, thank you, Lise, for having me on your program. Well, thanks, Dad. And I so appreciate it. Our lives, our family's life is forever different because of salvation. And um, I've told you this recently in the last few years. I, I can't even think of it without without uh, being so grateful that... Um, that there's there's sorrow but it's a happy sorrow that we have salvation and so i just want to thank you for listening to the holy spirit on behalf of our whole family and we just want to have a time of prayer for for just a few moments uh just close it up and and dad will you come back next week and share a few of the other testimonies of some of the miracles that god did it will be my pleasure thank you again for inviting me all right. So, God, we thank you that salvation has been brought to our home. And as a result, there's now four generations serving you and grateful for salvation. May we remember your word that tells us to fix our eyes on you, the author and finisher of our faith. 
We ask that you would bring peace, comfort, and life to any who are considering suicide. You are the God of all comfort and peace. So together, Dad and I decree and declare that you would now release your peace. Even now, we exalt you, God. Amen and amen. There's so many more miracles and stories that I remember as a child growing up. My dad will come again next week and share a few of those stories. If you'd like to automatically receive these podcasts and share them, you can subscribe to Enjoy an Encounter on Google, Spotify, or Apple. May you and your families be blessed with much gratitude to the God of the impossible for salvation and the miracles that he performs on our behalf, even without us knowing. Enjoy your week.